0: Score! Trevor Zegres! He has his first NHL goal in the Ducks of Time!
1: named to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Jason, JD Hernandez. Welcome to Locked On SoCal Hockey, a show brought to you by Locked On NHL Top 50. Yeah, there's top 50 players. Neither of our teams have a top 50 player.
0: I don't know what it's like to have great players, but if you want
1: to know what it's like, go listen to Locked on NHL. Yeah, which you host, by the way. Sometimes. Yeah, this is Sarah Avampado to my right. Hey. We're doing Locked on SoCal Hockey, actually in SoCal. SoCal. Yeah, Yeah. that's so cool.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: We're going to start this already. (laughs) Sarah's giving me the... This look of dismay. I'm going to leave. No, you're not. You're stuck. You're stuck here. No, he's. No, don't leave. Don't leave. I'm only kidding. Uh, so we actually have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to start off talking about just a continuation of something that I talked about on Locked On Ducks last week, and that was rookie camp. I don't know. You saw some of the pictures I put up, right?
0: I did. They they were boys doing sports.
1: Yes, they were. Yes. Uh, a lot of the good boys. Yeah. You know, at least both of our teams have great young talent mm-hmm. for what it's worth so that's something that we could both look forward to Yes, you have to look forward to competing against Trevor Zegris mm. and Jamie Drysdale mm. and Jacob Perot. Mm. and by the way shout out to the Perot family gotta mm. shout y'all out that's nice and Alex Lamoge. and can I give this shout out because I think this is cool yes shout out to the Lamoge family shout out to Alex Limoge's father who's not following me so hey shout out to you your son was impressive <laughs> he, he did really well out there uh, but there was one player that I didn't talk about as far as rookie camp. And just for a hot minute, if that's okay, sir. Oh, God, God. Yeah. So Gage Alexander. Big, big, big boy. He's 19 years old. How tall do you think he is?
0: Six a million.
1: <laughs> Close. He's 6'6". Six, six. You know who hmm. else is a 6'6 six, six goalie? Who just happened to win a big trophy and happened to...
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that guy. Yeah. There is a little bit of Vasilevsky in this kid's game. As far as, as far as the type of lunge movement that he has, there are some similarities there. And he did put on a show at the rookie camp. He was impressive for what it's worth. 19 years old. He'll be going back to the WHL. So going back to the Winnipeg Ice. So yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. But Gage Alexander, good pick for the Ducks. Yeah. From what you saw, I mean, the the pictures, I mean, he looks good. He looks tall. He's, oh God, he's tall. He is, he is big in person. He's impressive. So last week, I also talked about who the Ducks could possibly get. And I happened to show Sarah a list of the available free agent defensemen. And it's not too pretty, is it?
0: I'm not going to spoil the rest of the segment, but boy, it's disgusting. Yeah, and like not disgusting in the cool way where someone does something like a a kid does the Michigan or something, and you're like, oh man, that's disgusting. No, this is like legit bad disgusting.
1: Yeah, I mean we don't have to spoil it. We can go through some of these players. Yeah, there's Jason Demers as a free agent. He's got something left in the tank. I don't know.
0: I mean, he's funny on social media.
1: Does that count for anything? It could. Oh, there you go. I, I don't know. And the next player on this list, a former duck, someone that you, we've both seen, Eric Goodbranson. Remember when Eric Goodbranson was was a guy? He, I mean, he still is a guy. Yeah, is he worth four million? Absolutely not. <laughs> but will someone take a chance on him for a million? Maybe. Do you think there's something there with Goodbranson?
0: I mean, do you? Do, is the hole that you need to fill on your blue line like just hitting people? Uh, no. Then I there's something there for someone but not you
1: yeah so the reason that i brought up this next name and sarah's already looking down because eric gustafson so i'll let you explain to the fine folks why he's not he's maybe not the player that you would want on the ducks or
0: so eric gustafson scores a lot um he's always been an offense first defenseman but that's sort of the the that's it that's that's his game. Um, I, I will say I haven't watched him regularly in a while, but he did play for Chicago for a couple of years where, yeah, he put up a lot of points, but can often be a defensive liability to the point where I, I believe he was with, with Montreal yes. last season. Yes, he was. And got scratched a whole bunch because...
1: He just didn't fit what they were doing. What's funny is he got scratched a whole lot during the regular season. Mm -hmm. But once it came time for the playoffs, he was in the lineup all the time.
0: Well, then they needed goals.
1: Yeah, that was... And it somehow got him to the... How did they get to the final? I still don't know how... That's a
0: whole other podcast. Yeah,
1: that could be Corey Perry. (laughs) But it was only three years ago. Yeah. 2018-2019. He put up 60 points. And you said this is a misnomer.
0: I think... I said it could be a misnomer because I haven't done the research myself. But a lot of times when you see especially in defensemen put up a huge amount of points one of the things all the fancy stats people say is to look at you know the, the assists in terms of primary versus secondary assists because all of the analytics and research on stats in that in that manner basically suggests that secondary assists are meaningless you know you helped on the play sure but it's not really statistically significant in your, the, the role you played in, in that whatever. So it'd be interesting to see what percentage of Gustafson's assists were primary versus secondary. And you know how, did, did, how many came on the power play? Did he get a bunch of you know, special teams time? And is that inflating his numbers? Because we all see that as well. And that doesn't necessarily mean that he's good at anything other than knowing how to pass the puck around in a circle.
1: Right, and I'm trying to look that up as we speak, and it's taking a little bit because this website is going a little slow. But going back to other players on the list as we do some live research, that's how we roll here, folks, live research. Sammy Votnin is still a player out there. Braden Coburn, I think he's done. Jack Johnson, he's on a tryout for Colorado. You know Colorado also has now? Oh, boy. Yeah, who?
0: Colorado, for some reason, actually legitimately traded for curtis McDermott. <laughs> like was joe sackck drunk is he currently drunk because he also gave a pto to jack johnson now in i i feel like jack johnson is, this is a whole aside that i don't think you wanted to go on but we're gonna go on it anyway like i just feel bad for jack johnson like the human being Beca- wow. No, because of the whole thing with his parents and how they like ripped oh, him off. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Not because of anything else. So, you know, on top of his struggles as a hockey player and, and seeing, you know, his, his whatever decline, however you want to phrase it, he also has to deal with the fact that he is essentially bankrupt because his parents robbed him. In, in for you know to put it bluntly, so I, I feel bad for him because he is the kind of guy who I, and I don't know anything about Jack Johnson as a person aside from the stuff with his parents and and the bankruptcy and everything. So I I don't know anything else about him, but like he, that's the kind of person I would want to root for because he has been through so much crap, like not necessarily of his own making, because he trusted his family and they turned out to be bad. But, like, he's also a really bad defenseman. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to see teams kind of doing him a solid and at least giving him a chance to do something. Boy, Colorado, if you're looking to cross that final hump and get into, uh, you know, past the whatever round you keep getting stuck on in the playoffs, uh, Jack Johnson ain't it.
1: Well, I mean, they haven't been past the second round in ages. Obviously, last year, they lost I mean, losing to Vegas in the second round, that one hurt them big yeah. time. They have a one- to two-year window, and that is it. All right, so we're going to head into the first intermission, and we're going to talk about BetOnline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They have Major League Baseball in full swing. Only four weeks left in baseball. They shouldn't root for the Cubs, should they? Uh, they? They should not bet on the Cubs. No. No. No.
0: Unless you're betting on them to be bad.
1: They're the Cubs.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, is it a reverse bet? Then
1: yes. Yes. They could root on the Dodgers. Yeah. And I say this, um, the Giants. Did it hurt you to say that? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I felt a little part of my soul die. But those are the two teams you should be betting on at betonline.ag. Oh, they have hockey lines, too. I guess. Yeah. You can check those out at Mm -hmm. betonline.ag. You know, they have a... Welcome bonus if you use the promo code locked on, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I have an initial deposit of yes. $100. Yes. What would your bonus be? Unicorns. Yes, exactly. So you get unicorns. 50 bucks would be your welcome bonus on betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And what should they do? Gamble responsibly. Yeah, they should. You better gamble responsibly, folks. I don't want to hear otherwise. And also, this show is brought to you by Stat Hero. So, okay, Sarah. Yes. You don't just watch sports, right? Ah, uh, no. You follow every play and player, right?
0: L- ask me all the obscure facts that I know about former USHL players, so yes.
1: Jack Bedini. That's my boy. And there's one player that you always have said recently that doesn't exist. That's on the ducks.
0: Like Brandon what's his face?
1: Buddy Robinson.
0: That's not a real person. It's
1: a real person. That's a real life boy. So you follow every play and almost every player, but it's hard to follow every player. Get the daily fantasy sports book that rewards passion with winning. That's Stat Hero, folks. So it's the first ever Daily Fantasy Sportsbook that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Do you wanna know how it works?
0: Yes, please.
1: Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. So you versus the house. And they show you.
0: I'd probably still lose, let's be real.
1: <laughs> so it's kinda of, Yeah, let's be real. So you name your stakes. Win or take all. All. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that, not even the Vegas Golden Knights. Gross. Oh. So go to stathero.com/slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. Not one, not two, but how many? Three. Three, yeah, three. They're giving you a, 300, oh, really? a 300% match. That's unheard of. That's unheard of, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Once again, that is stathero.com slash locked on. Uh, play responsibly.
0: Yeah, I do that.
1: Yeah, do everything responsibly. So I did look up the secondary assists Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. Gustafson, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to do the counting here. So I got 16, 22, this might be a lot, 31. Okay, I might see your point here. Yeah, a lot of them are secondary assists. Mm
0: -hmm. And I mean, again, you'd need a real statsy person to tell you why that's significant, but I just know that all of them get all... Head up about secondary assists and how they don't really mean a whole ton, but I, I mean I think you know we've we've gone through this list of free agent defensemen. And there's names we didn't even get to, but they're all bad. Trust me. Of the ones who are left, Gustafson is maybe the best one, better one available. But you have like how much do you trust Dallas Eakins and whoever else is I, I, whoever else is your coaches there? to deploy him correctly. Because I think that if you pair him with a defenseman who can actually defend and you can let Gustafson go and just care about the offense part, you know, you, you, you can make something work that way. But if you're going to pair him with someone who is also a little bit of a loose cannon, like you're, you're in trouble. So how much would you trust that he would be deployed correctly and paired with the right guy? I don't know She'd if there's that right. I don't
1: know if there's that right guy on the Ducks right now. I don't think there is. I mean, who are you going to pair him with? Cam Fowler? Maybe? No. I mean, you could pair him. Oh boy. How's Kevin Shattenkirk going? Oh boy, you're you're. You should see the look on her face, folks. You should see the look on her face. Not many points for, for three point nine million.
0: I was just just asking a legitimate question.
1: Yeah. Hampus Lindholm. That could be interesting, right? It could he's, be.
0: He's good, right? I think he's good.
1: He's he's very good. Well, Gustafson is primarily right defense, right? Like, sure. he's, he's left and right. But I remember him playing a lot of right.
0: We'll go with that.
1: Uh, in Chicago, did he play... Because you might remember this more than I do. Did he play more on the left side or the right side? Oh, I definitely do not remember. Okay. So, the reason I ask is because I could see him pairing with Lindholm only because Lindholm is that good defensively and can make up for Gustafson's shortcomings on defense. So maybe that's the way to go. I mean, should the Ducks even go after him?
0: I mean, don't you only have like four defensemen?
1: You're not counting Kirk as a defenseman, are you?
0: Uh, Don't you only have five defensemen?
1: (laughs) Here's who the defensemen are according to Cap Friendly right now. Cam Fowler, Hampus Lindholm, Josh Manson, Kevin Shattenkirk, Jacob Larson, Cody Curran. That's it. That's like five and a half. Yeah, it's it's so bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I would say it, it. You know, the whole old adage of you're not a good GM if you're you're not doing your job if you're not you're know, chasing down every possible lead. So I, I think it would be interesting to to give it a try. See see what he'll take. I don't know what his last contract was, but you know. How cheap can you get him so that if he does stink and you need to offload him somewhere or bury him in the minors, you know? $3 million was the last contract. Yeah, he might not be getting that much.
1: No, I would give him a million.
0: Yeah.
1: But some of these other names, and Coburn, Ben Hutton, Rykov, Brendan Fortunato, Lucas Pisa, Zidane Otero. Can we talk about the Vancouver Canucks Yes For a bit I know you want to talk about that Yes Yes What are they doing? I don't know I don't know that
0: they know What they're doing I mean And they have like The one moment of I won't say brilliance Because it was still Kind of dumb But when they traded All of their bad contracts Essentially To take on uh, Oliver reckman Larson And whoever else they got What's his name? Oh The young guy Yeah Clayton Keller Yeah Yeah So, you know, at at, at that time when the Canucks did that, you were like, holy crap, they finally got rid of Louis Erickson and Jay Beagle and whoever the other one was, (laughs) which was great because they've needed to get rid of them for years. And they opened up a ton of cap space and then immediately slammed
1: it shut again. Yeah. And there are two big names on here that still have not been signed. Mm -hmm. Which What do you make of that? They haven't signed Elias Elias Patterson yet or Mm -hmm. Quinn Hughes.
0: Yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall for those negotiations because it can't be going well. Like, are they lowballing them? Is it about term? Why? I know we've started to hear rumors about Quinn Hughes and a potential contract for him, which could be an overpay. Maybe not. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they know what they're doing.
1: Which begs the question, and I know there's your favorite two words that just happened to Yemi. Say it, Sarah.
0: Unicorn party.
1: (laughs) No, the other one. Offer sheet? Offer sheet. Hmm. Offer sheets. Mm Mm-hmm. For Pedersen. Mm-hmm. Offer sheet for Hughes. Mm Mm-hmm. Who would be, I don't want to say bold enough, but you think someone out there is looking at this going, hmm. No. No.
0: No. I, we only saw offer sheet action because
1: of spite. And wasn't it great?
0: It was hilarious. Yes.
1: Best best story of the past week. Yeah. That's about it.
0: Yeah, but no, I mean, as much as we all, you know, sideline people could dream about an offer sheet for Quinn Hughes or something, it's not going to happen. It's just hockey,
1: There, no one. So how much... Before we head to the second admission, yes. How much would you give him as far as a contract? Because I've been hearing some rumors that it could be as much as eight. It could be six. Mm-hmm. The, the number of years are kind of up in the air. What would you give him if you were the GM of the Vancouver Canucks?
0: Um, whatever he wants because he's really good and they're going to need him.
1: But would you give eight a season for a lot? I
0: probably like, eight. For the player he is right now at this moment, I think eight is too much, Mm -hmm. but I think the Canucks, especially if they're trying to get term from him instead of doing a shorter bridge deal or something, I think the Canucks are going to find themselves in the position of having to pay now for future Quinn Hughes and pay, you know, he's going to be upselling or something a little bit right now. So he, he, is he a, you know, $7 million man right now? No. But, I could
1: hear the cops going after that right now. Yes.
0: <laughs> but uh, I, in the future, I think he, he will be, or he should be, unless Vancouver ruins him, which
1: is possible. Which is. And then you have the same situation with Elias Petterson, mm-hmm. who probably won't get as much as Hughes.
0: But actually probably should. Wow. He's really good. He is
1: really good. I know
0: he had kind of a down year last season, I think. He was injured. Yeah. And also was the Canucks and...
1: But you think he's as good.
0: I, I think that, I mean, I guess it just depends on what you value more.
1: Oh, that's a great point. I, I do value the scoring a lot. Yeah, Vancouver needs it. Yeah. And Hughes is a pretty decent defenseman, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I would value the scoring right now more because that's, no, I can't say that. They were worse on defense and offense. Mm-hmm. You might be onto something. But right now, I would say I value the defense a little bit more, which is why I value Hughes a little mm-hmm, higher mm-hmm. than Pedersen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good debate to have. Like, which of those two is better mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. Right now is Pedersen. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And the, the, prob- the, the, the problem is, I don't think the Canucks know the answer to that question.
1: So if you're the Canucks, well, one, you've got yourself in a bind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you do about these two kids? Patterson and Hughes.
0: Um, If I'm the Canucks, I quit my job and make it someone else's problem.
1: (laughs) You can't just offload.
0: Yes, I can. Look, Jim Jim Rutherford or whatever quit being the Penguins GM, like, you know, what, like six weeks into the season or something. Just, you know, said F it and left. Like, anyone can quit anything if they put their heart to it. Well,
1: they can do anything that they want to (laughs) do. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. We should head into break, shouldn't we? yeah. We're going to head into the second intermission of this podcast. But first, a word from Built Bar. Folks, are you feeling a little tired? Do you need that little boost of energy? Yes. So, where are you going to get it from?
0: The answer isn't caffeine, I guess.
1: It is not. You know what the answer is? What? It is delicious Built Bar. Okay, cool. Yeah, made with 100% real chocolate. And you know they only have four grams of sugar. That's awesome. And only 130 calories. Mm -hmm. And they have 17 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. That's great, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But you know what makes it the best? Um, All the flavors. Yes. Yes. What is your favorite flavors? Um,
0: Usually my standby is cookies and cream, but I feel like they're constantly introducing new varieties that I need to try to make sure that that is still the winner.
1: Yeah, so where should they go to find the latest and greatest flavors of Bilt Bar?
0: You should all be going to Bilt.com where you can check out everything they have available. All of the different flavors, all of the special limited edition varieties and all that stuff is all available at Built.com. And uh, I believe a little birdie told me that if you enter the right code, you can get a discount. What is that code, sir? Oh, the little bird, it's coming right in. It's coming right in. Bird, bird friend,
1: bird friend, what is the code discount? Locked15. That is the code for Built Bar at Built.com.
0: Excuse me, I have to get get this bird out of here. Um, go, go, go. <laughs> that is go-go, promo go. code Locked15 at Built.com for all of your discounted Built Bar excitement
1: needs. Go-go, go-go. No. (laughs) Okay, that bird has gone away. So we're going to head into the second intermission, and I'm going to go look at this other bird. Chase that bird, yeah. Yeah, there's another foul creature quacking in the distance. So make sure to stay locked in to find out what we do with these foul feathered friends. Welcome back to the Locked On SoCal Hockey Podcast, brought to you by Built Bar. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez from Locked On Anaheim Ducks, and that is Sarah Avampado from Locked On LA Kings.
0: It is indeed. Congratulations.
1: (laughs) I didn't expect that. So what do we have to talk about?
0: Uh, We were going to talk about the Olympics, because the uh, NHL has officially finally confirmed, almost maybe, probably, that the men are going to go participate. For the men's side of the ice hockey competition at the Olympics, with, of course, the big caveat that, like, if everything falls apart and the world explodes or whatever, that the NHL can say, oops, nope, never mind, uh, and pull out. Uh, But for now, the men are allegedly participating in the NHL, which are in the Olympics, uh, which means that there is still going to be that big gap in the schedule and f- basically all of February, which really stinks because my birthday is in February and I always go to a hockey game for my birthday and now I cannot because there is no hockey. But the trade-off is we have the Olympics. Which AHL? Is th- th- I go to AHL. I-, I work at AHL games. This <laughs> is like a game I go to that I don't have to work at and I can drink a beer and like, so let's go to not, Tucson then. I, I, well, I probably have to work in an AHL game. <laughs> okay. Fine. Anyway, anyway, the Olympics are set. Yes. Uh, we have our 12 team uh, slate of teams uh, for the men's side in the Olympics and we have uh, in Group A we have Canada United States Germany and China congratulations to them they get that slot as the host country so I'm sure that's going to go very well they're going to get
1: slaughtered every game
0: yeah sorry China Uh, Group B consists of fake Russia, uh, because Russia is still not allowed to compete in international tournaments as Russia, so they have to be fake Russia.
1: In Soviet Russia, we fake.
0: Yeah. Uh, We also have the Czech Republic, Switzerland, and Denmark uh, all in uh, Group B. Denmark is, uh, I believe, the team that uh, eliminated Slovenia, Mm -hmm. which makes me sad because I was looking forward to Locked on Kings becoming Locked on Slovenia. For the duration of their time in the Olympics. But... Wait,
1: but congrats to Denmark. This is the first time they've made it. Yeah, that is to cool. To the Olympics. Yeah. I, yeah. Knew, I knew you were going to point out the Slovenia thing. But I just want to give the top to Denmark. Because they tried so hard for years and years and years to even make the Olympics. So I have to give props where props is due. I have to. Yeah.
0: And I believe the game winning goal or the, the insurance goal was scored by... Either Lars or Nikolai Ellers. I don't one remember of which one. I
1: don't remember either. Yeah,
0: um, which is sad. But uh, yeah, so he scored the goal with an assist from Franz Nielsen, who appears on our free agent list of, of forwards, who I did not know was still playing. So I learned that fact. And then Group C is Finland, Sweden, Slovakia, and Latvia. Uh, Latvia, I feel like, is always fun at these tournaments. They're very much like the little engine that could only they can't, but they try really, really hard. We've seen a lot of, um, Latvian goaltenders kind of make their mark in international play. Yep. Um, I feel like any, any of the big, the ones that we know about, there was the one year where it was, um, Krister's something. I can't remember his last name, but it was the guy who like, he stopped like a million shots and was just like drenched in sweat. I, I think like Latvia, like, I don't remember if they won the game or, it was just one of those moments where you, everyone was rooting for Latvia because it was just bonkers. Um, but I, I'm sure that, I mean, not to turn the podcast into like a downer, but it's also going to be a little bittersweet for Latvia because, you know, most likely one of their goaltenders would have been um, uh, Matis Kivleniks who passed away with, from Columbus. Uh, who most likely would have made the national team, so a little bittersweet for them. Yeah. But Latvia's always, I feel like they're always fun. They, they, the, the teams I always enjoy most in the Olympics are the ones where it's like they have one guy who played in the NHL five years ago, and then the rest are people who just play in Europe all the time. And you're like, oh, okay, that guy.
1: I don't know which of these guys you're thinking of, the goaltenders. So there's Irvin's Mostakovs, Edgars Mazalewskis and... Christy's.
0: No, yes, that guy.
1: So doing some live research, it was Chris Gudlewskis, who saved 55 of 57 shots against against Canada. That's where it was, mm-hmm. where he eventually fell in a 2-1 loss. But he kind of gained the respect of his fellow countrymen and gained the respect of his fellow Olympians. And per, that... Appearance propelled him to a pretty decent career in the American Hockey League.
0: Yeah. And I think he, I think, is he still over here or did he go back? No, he went back to the cage. He went back.
1: He went back to the cage. But,
0: you know, I I feel like every Olympics has one of those stories. We also had uh, the, you know, the year none of the NHL guys went and then Germany almost won the whole thing. That was really fun. So there's always one of these. I'm just mad that it won't be Slovenia. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) But also, like, I get excited about the Olympics because it's fun to watch. But, uh, I, I can't. What kings are going to go to the Olympics? Like,
1: what ducks are going to go to the Olympics? For exactly. That matter? I
0: what? saw one projected roster from the Athletic had Victor Arvidsson make the Swedish team, which is plausible. I guess. But you know, all, the, the Kings had a good representation at you know men's worlds in the off season, but that's yeah, The, the Ducks had a couple guys in yeah. men's worlds,
1: but also. That's different. Right.
0: So, you know, the Olympics will come around and we're still not going to have anything to, like, look at for our teams. So,
1: you know, minor league hockey. Go
0: Denmark.
1: You know what? I kind of want to see Denmark win a game. Yeah. Just for the sake of throwing that whole group for a loop. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I I love fun hockey, which is why I liked enjoying Latvia in that tournament, even though they didn't make it very far. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I still want to see... I want to see those teams make it. Not to go against Canada or USA.
0: We can do that. That's fine. But what are they going to do? Kick us out? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: shoot. Here they come. I'm kidding. They're not going to kick us out now. We're not anti-USA, I promise. Speak but, for yourself. <laughs> Mexico. I'm kidding. <laughs> but just to wrap up. No, I, I love seeing those stories. I also love the Olympics. I always, I always get a little bit emotional whenever I hear the Olympic theme. Why Why are you so... I do. I get emotional when I hear that opening little sting. He does. Or when I hear the music live in an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Not just like the opening theme, but like the end of it when it gets mm-hmm. that ending sting mm-hmm. and you hear the familiar... I mean, you're, you, you know it, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. You could tell the folks how emotional I get.
0: He has feelings, guys. <laughs> feelings.
1: So many feelings. Yes, all right. That's a good place to wrap it up. Cool. Yeah, good show. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Thank you. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> good night. <laughs> That's not how we're gonna end it. No, it isn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Twitter. I'm at Timbjd. The shows at L O underscore Ducks. You can find both of our. Shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Smoke Signal. Hot Air Balloon. The Hot Air Balloon, Morse Code. Hammer What? Ponies. Ponies. Yeah. Ham Radio. Uh Uh-huh. All that good stuff. The car shaver? (laughs) Not the car shaver. Okay. Not the car shaver, not the car hair dryer. That was a weird one. What else was the weird ones?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: The car rotary phone, that was...
0: Yeah, but you, you can find our podcast on any of those. Yeah. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E, Said Sarah with an H. Locked on Kings is at Locked on LA Kings. Also available wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe not on the ponies. That's not true. But anywhere else you get podcasts, <gasps> you can go and check it out. Leave a rating, leave a review. Push that big five-star button on all of our shows because you're cool and we're cool and you should tell people that we're cool and tell your friends all about it because we're getting closer to the hockey season, which means that we've got new boys to talk about and you should make sure that you and all of your Kings and or ducks loving friends are listening (laughs) to these shows. I don't know what you're laughing at because it is a true statement and uh, you know, make sure you come back basically all the time here to this podcast, the one that you're listening to right now for more Kings and or Ducks content.
1: Yeah.
0: Here unlocked on, on Los Angeles Kings
1: Ducks. Yeah, they should leave a five-star rating. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Not the horses. Mm-mm. I mean, they could, well, but they'd be branding them, but No, that's horrible. Yeah, let's not let's not brand the horse. Like no. let's let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could leave five star. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I gave my spiel and I'm out of I'm out of things to say now.
1: Okay. Um good night everybody. <laughs> For locked on and I'm ducks and locked on kings. That was Sarah Avampado. I'm Jason JD Hernandez saying, please be safe out there, be kind to each other, be kind to one another, and ducks and kings and gulls and all the foul creatures fly together. Caca, caca.